People of the internet, how do? It's time once again to load up on the sunscreen Factor 5000 and pack your bags. We're going on an Armageddon vacation. Yay! Hi, I'm the Action Guy, and we're here to play another edition of the best end of the world role playing game, Evs. Today's tourist is friend of Pens, giant clomper wearing Queen of the Dead, an all round fancy goth, Abby Stabby. How we do? Doing good, enjoying the new year? Yeah, I just eaten my old weight in crisps, it's been pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, good time, good, good, good way to live. But the new year's resolution. <laughs> uh, eat more crisps, become more potato, yes. <laughs> Today we have a casual observer. A casual observer. Get that right, third time. A casual observer. You got this. Casual observer. Fellow Queen, Aisha Raymond. Hello, podcast world. So, so you've no idea what we're doing today, do you? Not a clue, but do I ever have any idea what we're doing? It's true. It's not a Chris Tucker quiz. (laughs) Damn it, damn it, damn it. Actually, yours might be. Mm. Oh. So we're going to do a bit of a general chat thing because that's what I've got written down here. Uh, Abby, mm-hmm. I know we've done this before. So, what's the first thing you remember drawing? Because you're an artist. Probably a picture of my granddad when I was like three or four years old. It was when I was in nursery school. And if I look on the shelf up there, I will be able to find it for you later. It's uh, it's pretty special. It's, it's it's nice to see that the big head, tiny body thing carried carried on. All these years. <laughs> so did you get every drawing you've ever done? My mum probably does. There's something in common apart from Sean Bean in Catherine Cook's films then. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, she's still got one of my early drawings I did at school. The uh, cartoon cat with a shotgun or something like that. That's my first memory. I, yeah, you know what? It seems like a very you thing to draw. I think you should uh, find it and give it, a, give it an update. Yeah, I remember drawing that and a naked woman once. Oh, because someone asked me to do it and I drew it. I, I gave it to him and then he went, oh, no, I don't want it. I just wanted to draw it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, so I, I, so I coloured it in with like big black marker, just covered everything, big black marker. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher got it and said, um, And the boobs. Yeah, everything. Like gave her a t shirt and then the, the teacher said I, I was um, drawing something racist. Huh? Wow. <laughs> you have one of those teachers. Yeah. Oh God. So, what are your inspirations for drawing? Uh, good, good question. Did um, you start drawing before you started getting into art, or is it like your way around? You... Oh yeah, no, definitely. I think it's it's. I think obviously a lot of little kids have the stuff that they're really into, and for me, it just it just seemed to be like coloring in and trying to draw the front cover of Disney boxes and like when my brother used to have Simpsons VHS tapes, I used to pause them and try to draw that and uh, obviously it looked you know (laughs) but like in my young years that was when stuff like Pokemon really started to come out come over in the UK and the West in general that that was a little bit of an influence for a while so there is that but yeah it's mostly like I'd say Disney Simpsons things like that are the initial things nowadays a little bit a little bit different no Disney no I I try not to feed the mouse (laughs) If I can help it. What are your plans for the year? 
do you have any artistic ambitions? Uh, yeah, like a very small initial one is I'm going to do a, again, on the subject of colouring books, I'm going to, I'm going to try and make a colouring book that I can sell at conventions and, you know, not be poor, need money now, me sick. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, for this year, I'd say, uh, I, I don't know, just try to get my artworks in by a fair few more people, try to network with some more musicians, that'd be pretty good. Um main sort of goal of the year is to actually finally finally get back to new orleans and maybe i'll take my ipad with me and do some work maybe <laughs> everything else can fuck off i just want to do that <laughs> being able to leave the country yes plans for the year i'll buy it i'll <laughs> save up and buy a boat if i need to <laughs> i'll row all the way away there just fueled on pure anger I was going to say pure angry then, but I realised that is not the word I was looking for. Pure angry. Pure angry. <laughs> so I know I asked this question last time and you, you drew a blank, so I'm hoping you've sort of fought it over. Mm-hmm. Favourite animated film? Or favourite? Oh no, it comes the blank again. Um, yep, nope. Here, 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 here comes the uh, dial-up tone in my head. Um, Disney? I could... Disney? Aisha? Throw some names out of there for animated films. Uh, Tim Burton. Oh, Anything by Tim Burton. God, no. Fuck. <laughs> don't get me started. Um, no. Um, I don't know. Animated film. Uh, Don Bluth. Oh, yeah. We love a bit of Don Bluth here, definitely. He he had the right level of slightly depressing edge to his films in, you know, that mostly came out in the 80s and 90s. Like, L- Littlefoot's mum dying. Is way sadder than Mufasa dying. Just, just, just gonna put it out there. <laughs> just put it out there. Um, yeah, favorite animated film. It's a real tough one. Um, Fritz the Cat, Akira. Oh, I think yeah. Visually, I would say Akira. Definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Ghost in the Shell again. Very visually good film, even though I'm not a sci-fi person. But like, they're some of the first sort of Japanese animated movies that I ever saw, and they were quite like mind blowing to me. Uh, I also like, uh, I can never remember the director's name, but uh, the guy who did uh, Triplets of Belleville, that's a really good one. I watch a lot of animated shorts on YouTube as well by this French art school. I think it's called Gobelins or something like that. Uh, they do like a showcase every year and I always look forward to looking at that. And they got some really cool ideas. So that, that too, that too. I'm going to think of way more movies later after it's clicked around in my head a little bit. Oh, man. Vampire Hunter D. Oh yeah, you know what? Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Not not like the the original one. It's like the one that came out a bit later, sort of early two thousands. That's again visually just oh so good. Okay, so the fifty best animated movies ever, according to Empire magazine. Let's mm-hmm. go through this list. Okay. For a few of them. Pixar movies. I think the fourth Toy Story was all right, but unnecessary. I did not like that at all. Most people thought that. It it just it was just unnecessary to me. I think like they ended the third one on such a good kind Downer. of poignant note, and then this one was just like, uh we could squeeze one more out of you yet. Okay, let's go to the top ten. Yeah. So, number eleven, you got Lion King. Eh. Ten, Kubo and the Two Strings. Never seen it. Number nine, The Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's 
pretty good. I like that one. I, it took me ages to realize it was Vin Diesel playing the Iron Giant. Like, that's crazy. Doesn't really have a big speaking role, does he? I mean, neither, neither does he in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, does he? I did do a podcast recently where they asked me to come up with ideas of the best weapons, of the mm. best fictional weapons, and I come up with the Iron Giant. Yeah. And spoilers, it won. Of course it did. In the final versus the orgasmo gun. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, number eight, Akira. Yeah, I can imagine that. It's it's the fact that it's all hand drawn as well. Absolutely fucking. Yeah, I did see a video of that one where they were explaining how they did the light trails, and it's like a hole in the actual animation cell and the light mm. behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's revolutionary. Spruce mm. is the way. Love it. Gorgeous stuff. I love Ghibli, but that's like a that's a, that's a given. I think you know everyone has at least one favorite Ghibli movie. And your favorite is? Uh, ooh, Porco Rosso, probably. Ah, mine as well. Not, not one of the super obvious ones, but it's got the nicest soundtrack, I think. Anyway, Aisha, favorite Ghibli movie? I don't know. I've never <laughs> had to think about it. I think the first one I ever saw was Princess Mononoke. That was pretty fucking. To be fair, yeah. No, Howl's Moving Castle was better. Me personally, I always thought. Mm. I don't know why. I think it's just the story as well. Everything's just so beautifully laid out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, Inside Out. Mm, I never watched it. I didn't rate it that much. It was fine, but. It's just the wrong age, I'm guessing. Mm. Uh, I think those films, especially the Pixar ones, have kind of aimed at very small kids and parents of very small kids. Yeah. So the gap in the middle, which are like appreciate them and think they're good, but not crying their eyes out. The only one that got me was Toy Story Three. That's exactly it. It's 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 the bit with the incinerator. That absolutely. No. That was so unnecessary, didn't you? Oh, God, that kills me. There's like me in the cinema absolutely bawling my eyes out and the little kids sat nearby me looking at me like, are you okay? <laughs> God, it was devastating. I was on a plane on the way to Japan when I watched that. Oh, God. Uh... Oh, man. Which apparently, if you're in a plane, makes you more emotional, more susceptible to crying during films. Oh, <laughs> So never watch a really sad film on a plane, apparently. That's I'll try not to. I'll try yeah. to remember that. Yeah, you got my Naval Totoro, number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wall-E. Fine. You don't get depressed by Wall-E. It's like we've destroyed well, the planet, yeah. and that's where we're going. Pretty much what we've got at the moment with, like, Deliveroo and Uber Eats or whatever mm. service you have delivering stuff to you so you don't have to go out in the house. Yeah. Especially yeah, in the true. local shop the other day, and someone was like, Waving the thing around, saying, I've got to pick up a delivery. And the guy walked out from behind the counter, gave him a little bag, and it was a packet of biscuits. Is that Some it? rich tea. That was it. Wow. Delivery driver's like, Is is no is anything else? It's like, Nope, that's the order. Packet <sighs> of biscuits. I couldn't be, I, I, first of all, I can't drive, so that's probably one against me, but I couldn't be a delivery driver or anything, especially for takeaways, because I would have to steal a chip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, like, if there's chips, I'm immediately... Even if I've just eaten and there's, like, chips somewhere, I'll just be like, nope, nope. I can't leave you behind. <laughs> Princess Mononoke number three. Obviously, great film. Toy Story, the first one, number two. Hmm, that's number one. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Fuck. I can see why. Oh, really? I, I can see why. 
Oh. I thought I wasn't going to enjoy it, but I really did actually enjoy that. <laughs> you just despise me today, don't you? <laughs> oh, no, just, oh, just... Is it because it's Spider-Man, or is it something else? It's just, I'm not... Uh, it's it's. I get the style they're going for and everything, but it, it's just too choppy for me. <laughs> I'm not... I, I, again, I get what they're going for, but it's just not... It's, it's like when in the sort of early to mid noughties, like every animated kids TV show had that whole cell shading thing going on. I just was not a fan of that. It just looked off. did see a little YouTube video explaining how they did certain things on it. I'm like, that's quite clever. And it's a very technical animated film where they had the Spider-Man learning how to do stuff and the Spider-Man who knew how to do stuff and the one who knew how to do stuff was don't, uh, filmed at 24 frames per second the one who didn't was filmed or shot with 12 frames per second because it made it look a bit more jerky mm. and they're both on the screen at the same time at those cell speeds Oof. so it gives you the, the the idea that he doesn't know what he's doing because it's so jerky mm. i kind of get that and i've not seen it yet i, I do want to see it rather than any other spider-man film or marvel film yeah because they're all exactly the same thing yeah, I'll just... Uh, the new Captain it, Marvel, which will be amazing. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Brie Larson, amazing. What's that, what's that other fucking movie she did? Was it like the Unicorn Store or some bullshit like that? God, that was awful. It's that whole thing of like, oh, look at look at me. I'm a self-employed artist who's struggling and living at home with her parents. I'm so quirky. I'm just like... Is it the whole myth of artists being creative and being a complete mess? Oh, yeah, no, just fucking... Oh, it's, it's, yeah, there's that whole thing about, like, <laughs> artists who are above the age of, I don't know, 20 to fucking don't have their shit together. Ha-ha, <laughs> look, it's every single one of them. That's, like, basically what that movie's saying. And just, like, oh, she's... I, I Like, don't get me wrong, I liked her in that movie Room. Like, that was a really good movie. Mm. But, oh, everything else she's in, like, especially the press tools she does, she just comes across as a really unlikable, like, abrasive personality. I'm trying to not say rude words. Aren't you glad we're doing this without Boo? <laughs> Actually not. I'd love to hear his input. Oh, God. Imagine being an artist and actually having your shit together, though, right? Anyway, let's um, hit this button, shall we? <gasps> oh! Owie. So what's your favourite type of apocalyptic event? <laughs> I can't. I can't in good conscience say that out loud. Um, it involves me, a plane, and New Orleans, and, and 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 a lot of drinking. Anyway, <laughs> we'll find out what that siren meant after this break. This is the ad break. If you would like a promo for your show placed here, send it to us. All the links to our social media and electronic mail can be found at TotalCultZone.com. That's TotalCultZone.com for all your F King show needs and desires. So Aisha, I hear you've got some new wrestling stuff. Want to plug it here? Oh, yes, I do. Um, so Renegade Wrestling Dojo or Renegade Wrestling will be coming out with coming out. We'll be uh, releasing their debut show uh, very, 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 very soon. I'm just having a lot of the commentary 
edited at the moment because apparently commentary is extremely difficult. Um, you can check everything out on RW Dojo or Renegade Wrestling Dojo or my social media handles at Big Fem Vader. So that siren, it's because they just announced that an asteroid with the density of Greenland and shaped uncannily like Keith Chedwin is on a direct collision course with Earth. An impact from an object this size is not good. Definitely not. Something the world's top astronomers would have been able to tell us had they been pointing the Hubble telescope in that direction and not onto other galaxies taking cool photos to help with their social media algorithms. Top scientists have been on TV and said, it's unstoppable and will wipe out all human life when it hits. Also a message to my wife, Jennifer. I know the baby's my new bitch. I've been shagging the lab assistant, Linda, for months and I intend to spend the next 25 minutes wearing her like a feed bag. <laughs> As a scientist well. continues to describe what he's going to do to his assistant, you're beamed aboard a ship. And a voice rings out. I am the Black Knight, the celestial being that has orbited the Earth since the beginning of time aboard the satellite of love. We have witnessed cataclysmic events for centuries, and every time it has happened, we have taken it upon ourselves to save one member of the race that's facing impending extinction. This time, you are that person. Heck. You have been gifted your own starship. One that works on tiny particles, it mines from the vast emptiness of space. Its onboard AI system is programmed to help the pilot the craft out of the way of any planets and dangers it may come across. And unlike in most movies, it's 100% infallible. Yay! It has an unlimited supply of sustenance in the form of odourless and tasteless food and vitamin pills. Yeah. And a water recycling tool that changes waste 100% into reusable, but again, tasteless liquid. It's also fitted with stasis beds that reverse AG while you sleep to prolong your existence until you reach the destination capable of supporting life. And deep in the bowels of the craft are 20 blank human clones to get the human race up and running again when you find a planet to home them. Uh, you can fiddle with them on your journey <laughs> to replicate whatever features you feel are the best representations of the human race. <laughs> yeah. A screen in front of you blinks. Okay, please enter your name. Who, me? Yes. Uh, well, can, can, it, can it be any, any name I want? It can be. Abigail Stabatha the third. Enter your ship's name. Tiddy. <laughs> <laughs> HFS Tiddy. Is that Tiddy? T-I-D-D-Y? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Who would you like your onboard computer to look and sound like? Do I get to choose what the clones look like? That is for a later date. Uh, in which case, uh, let's make the let's make the onboard computer um, Matt Berry. Got to be Matt Berry. <laughs> just Matt Berry, looking and sounding like. Literally just, literally, literally just looking and sounding like Matt Berry. Just like... <laughs> Do you want to receive marketing emails and calls from this service? Is he reading them out? Does it mean I have to do an impersonation of Matt Barry? Well, just imagine enlarge your penis. Great. <laughs> I mean, that's a yes then. It passed the time. <laughs> do you agree to the terms and conditions? Is this a don't worry about it? Agree to the terms and conditions, or a South Park agree to the terms and conditions? Well, you've currently got twenty-five minutes. Well, you had twenty-five minutes when you got beamed up, and this will take ten minutes of your time. Oh, fine. Yeah, agree. I don't want to be the middle. I don't want to be the lucky Pierre. <laughs> okay, so you have 23 minutes and 40 seconds remaining. 
You have to decide on six things to take with you from Earth. They can be anything. Except no other humans can be taken. You must remain a pure and perfect snowflake. Fuck. Um, okay, so you said the food was flavorless, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to take chip spice. Um... Can you explain what chip spice is to the to So it's foreigners? like, it's, it's kind of like... And southerners. Oh, yeah, because you guys don't know how to do chips. Um, so, yeah, it's like a mix of paprika, peri-peri salt, and, like, something else all mixed into a little tub that you put all over every single takeaway chip. Every single one. Every single takeaway around my end of the country does it. You have to, like, specifically ask not to. If you have it on buttered popcorn, it's bomb-ass titties. That's just my little, uh, little gift to you all. I can see that, but on chips. Yeah. Yeah, you no taste bud having ass, bitch. <laughs> just try it. <laughs> I thought Northern is just like gravy. You guys don't like. I actually went to visit a friend in Hastings once. We went to the chip. I was like, "Oh, can I have gravy on that?" And they went, "You what? Why would you do that?" Because gravy on chips is amazing. No, gravy on roast dinners. Gravy on turkey is amazing. Yeah, you have gravy and on chips. Roast you have potatoes. potatoes with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's chips. No, mine's always separate. <gasps> dry, dry potatoes and soggy meats. Oh, it's very like, soggy. Oh, please don't tell me they're like boiled potatoes. That is literally the most fucking depressing food on the planet. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so okay, chip so spice, number one. Chip spice. Uh, let's see. What's the climate going to be like on this planet? Uh, you don't know. I don't know. Um, hoe clothes for every weather outcome. Hoe clothes for all. <laughs> exactly, hoe clothes. As in everything is fishnets. That kind of hoe clothes. Yeah, like, you know, maybe fucking crop top, maybe get the girls out. You know, I don't know. It depends how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> um, Let's see, I want... I need art supplies, otherwise I think I'd go mad. So art supplies, definitely. Um, all the art supplies. All the art supplies, yes. Oh, God, what else? Um, this is really tough. Lifet uh, lifetime planet supply of gherkins. Pickled gherkins. Oh. I've eaten so much of them over Christmas, it's, it's a wonder I'm not, like, made of vinegar right now. Um, oh, um... Am I only allowed to eat the flavorless shit that's on the on the, on the ship? Flavorless or what you take? I mean, I could I could just as easily eat curry every other day. So let's let's just stick like every kind of curry, apart from the really spicy stuff. Because like my my tolerance for spice is like the blandless the blandness level of an Enya song. It's like super mild. <laughs> you build up your tolerance to spice. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, right, how many do I have left? I'm seeing a theme here. So chip spice, gherkins, curry, hoclos, and art supplies. You've got one left. Oh, God, this is really hard. Uh, the internet. <laughs> the internet. Yes. Okay. The, the entire internet. D well, I mean, not the super fucking dodgy shit, but you know what I mean? Well, if you get it, you, you, that'd be there, but it wouldn't, you wouldn't actually go on it. or oh. You're just avoiding the dark net. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, cool. Let's go, let's go for that. So you got chip spice, hoe clothes, art spice, gherkins, curry, and the internet. I'm a simple woman, Dean. I'm a simple woman. <laughs> okay, uh, press enter to confirm your choices. Enter. 
shit. <laughs> so if you read the terms and conditions on your AI computer, you would have seen that it does require you playing with it before it agrees to let these items into your infinite storage containers. It wants you to play a game. Uh, is it Angry Birds? I can do that. <laughs> for you to take all your picks, answer me these questions six. So a correct answer allows you to choose which of the six items you want to take in. Uh, incorrect answer, you have to choose one not to take. Okay. You get two attempts at each question, apart from the oh, first one. First one, I'm going to give you four paintings. Oh, no. And you need to name the artist. You need to get at least okay. three of these artists out of the four. The Starry Night, painted by... Van Gogh? Yes. Yeah. The Garden of Earthly Delights. Uh, I'm going to get bollocked by all my art friends now. Um, is it Rossetti? Not correct. Oh, God. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let me look on my... Is that cheating? If I can look on my shelf, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'll break to Jura. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh, it's Bosch, isn't it? Fuck. Visual clue. You mean? Yes, Hieronymus Bosch. That is correct. Get that on the second guess. Next painting, Nighthawks. Not a clue. You're going to have a guess? Uh, I literally have no fucking idea. <laughs> is that Jack Vetriano? I have no idea. I can't quite... I, uh, I've never... I've always, that's, that's a painting that I've seen, but I have no fucking idea who painted it. Okay, you going to pass on that one? Yeah, I've got to pass on that one. I have no idea. Okay, that was Edward Hooper. Ah. And the final one you need to get correct to take oh, something with you. No. Oh, no. Saying Grace. Um, do I get a clue on, like, the time period it came out? Oh, wait. Couldn't, couldn't possibly be something from this book here by my man <laughs> Rockwell here, could it? <laughs> Are you going with Norman Rockwell? Yeah, yeah that's my boy. That <laughs> is correct. Love Rockwell, he's amazing. Okay, so you get to choose one item to take from your six. Just one. Only the one. Well, uh, it, uh, um, it's between it's between the chip spice and the art supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Would I have the ability on this planet to make more art supplies? It depends what you pick up along the way. Oh God! Because um... you might be able to make chip spice as well. Keep the art supplies. Fuck it. Keeping the art supplies. Next question. Rick Wakeman. Yes. Once pushed famous surrealist artist Salvador Dali off stage at one of his shows. <laughs> right. When he was playing with his pre-Yes band. Mm -hmm. What was that band called? Was it the Strobes? Correct. Yeah, because fun fact, my dad went to see them. Like at the gig, he got poached by Yes. <laughs> Just after I'd finished my last commission of the year, we actually went to see Rick Wakeman in Hull. And uh, it was it was about 51, 52 years since Dad last saw him there. And that was, again, the gig where he got poached by Yes. So it was really <laughs> funny. Absolute madman. Okay. Another thing you can take from your list. Chip spice. <laughs> Put these characters in order of creation from first to last. Okay. Minnie Mouse, Goofy, mm -hmm. Donald Duck. Goofy first, uh, Donald second, Mini third. No! Goofy first, Mini second, Donald third. Oh, God, I've got that wrong, haven't I? 
shit it. Get another shot at it. Two guesses. Mini, mini Goofy Donald. Correct. Yay! There we go. I only just not it only just came into my head because the other day I was watching a very I can't remember the name of the actual short, but it was where Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy and some others were doing their own performance of Uncle Tom's Cabin, and it was ugh, it's not know, good. Donald Duck's middle name is Fauntleroy. His is he what? Donald Duck's actual name is Donald Fauntleroy Duck. Unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna take? I mean, whole clothes is basically akin to being naked, so that's that's like I, I could I could live with or with, without that. Um, let's go. What were my other things? You have gherkins, gherkin, yeah, curry, curry or uh, the internet. Internet. It's internet. Okay. Doing well so far. Fourth question. Mm. Okay. Knickknacks come in many flavors. Right. Which of these wasn't one of them? Okay. Hard cheese, naughty and spicy. Fishy and wishy, cream and cheesy, or tomato and mayonnaise. So which one of these was? Wasn't. They've all been flavours, apart from one of them. Well, I know cream and cheesy is definitely real, because I've rant about it enough how they discontinued them and they were the best flavour. And I actually had a dream with them in last night. That's how much I fucking liked them. <laughs> um, what was the last one? Tomato and mayonnaise. I kind of want to say that one. Oh! They did make a tomato and mayonnaise special edition. Abysmal. <laughs> so you got another guess at that? Okay, what were the other two? You've got hard cheese, naughty and spicy, fishy and wishy, and you've already discounted creamy and cheesy. I mean, they've got uh, scampi and lemon, so let's fishy and wishy? That is correct. Fishy and yeah. wishy was not a flavour. So naughty and spicy and tomato and mayonnaise were actually released as limited editions in 1994. Go inside Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, yes, I was too. <laughs> I remember it well. Naughty and spicy actually had an aphrodisiac, so it's something you would have been interested in. I live in a permanent state of horny. <laughs> it's not even. Okay, so you've got hoglows, gherkins, or curry to take. Curry. This is going to be a good chip. So in the 90s, a new version of Nosferatu was released, featuring an intro by late Hollywood choke-wank connoisseur David Carradine. <laughs> now, all ah. the music in this version of the film was provided by which bloody metal band? It's in 92. I was... When in 92, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally have no fucking clue. I've never heard of that. I've heard of it. I didn't know about it until I was checking yesterday for some trivia. Yeah. I mean, I know there was this like '70s remake of Nosferatu, like the Italian one, but I don't, I didn't know there was a '90s one. Hmm, wasn't a remake. It was just like the original version, but they put music over it. I was, I was gonna say, uh, when you're reading the question out, I was like, oh, Freddie Mercury, but that was when they did Metropolis, so that's not it. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing this is like the influence, well, the influence they took from it. Uh, metal band, fucking. Can I have a stab at it. <laughs> fucking. Uh... What genre of metal? Uh, the genre of metal that would fit a Nosferatu soundtrack. That literally <laughs> is no help whatsoever. I did say a bloody metal band. Okay. Yeah, but that doesn't exactly fucking narrow it down. <laughs> it's not 
well, you know what immediately jumps into my head is guar, and it's obviously not guar. <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that? Well, you can oh, sacrifice hilarious. gherkins or hoclos. Uh, I'll sacrifice hoclos. I can just walk around naked. Fuck it. Who was it? Typo negative. I'm, 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 I'm leaving. I, 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 I immediately, I've immediately just lost my goth card. I've never fucking heard of that. Ever. What? He's available on YouTube. Scored the entire movie with type A negative songs. Huh. That was one of the easy ones I thought you'd get. No. <laughs> I've never heard of that. What the fuck? Your final question? I'm, I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> Go on. Howard Alan Francis O'Brien, or Anne Rice, to her mates, yes. wrote 13 books of the Vampire Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Can you name four of them? Uh, Interview with the Vampire, um, Pandora, Vittorio the Vampire, and Queen of the Damned. This one, Vittorio the Vampire. It's got old book smell, it's great. <laughs> oh, that is actually in the new tales of the vampire. Not the Vampire Chronicles. Shit. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let me think. Uh, so I got Pand- Pandora's one, Queen of the Damned. Uh, interview. 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 The is it the Vampire Lestat or just Lestat? I, ke- I keep seeing like two versions of it. It's the Vampire Lestat, yes. Yeah, that is correct. Because that's the one that got mishmashed together for the movie Queen of the Damned, which is uh. People have opinions on it, but I really enjoy it. Okay, so you have managed to get Chip Spice. Mm-hmm. Art Supplies. Mm-hmm. Gherkins. Mm-hmm. Curry. Mm-hmm. And the internet. I can I can deal with that. Cool, cool, cool. You're going to throw a spanner in now, aren't you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, something dramatic has happened. Shit it. We'll find out what after this break. <laughs> Abby, whimsy, go for it. Whimsy, please buy my whimsy. It's a new year and I'm saving up for plane tickets. Uh, go to Abby Stabiart on Facebook. Uh, Patreon, please. Also on Twitch, where I draw the whimsy for about three or four days a week, depending on the workflow. Come join in, it's a good time. We draw lots of cats and talk about dominatrix shit. It's hilarious. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Instagram, Abby Stabby. That's where I get the weird DMs. Come join for that. It's hilariously fun, good time. Including random Portuguese guy who asked me in Portuguese if I like latex the other day. Creepy inbox message of oh, the week. No. My lady, would thou bless me with a crumb of thine pussy? Hola, vici gosta de rupa de latex. And uh, the guy looks like I literally don't think you can even, I don't think you can even see that, but fat dad bod. <laughs> fat dads. Yeah. <laughs> they always look like that. They always look like that. And I like a dad bod, but that's like a granddad bod because I looked on his profile. I was like, ah, yes, your profile picture is you and your grandchildren. <laughs> nice. 
liver daddy. Anyway, that's <laughs> less, less about me getting weird messages. Please buy me, please, please buy my artwork so I can, I can build a fort. No weirdos allowed. Buy an alligator and have him out fighting. Oh yeah, I want to buy an alligator. That's a great idea. <laughs> yep. Something dramatic has happened. <gasps> I have a dice. And six options. Oh, sh- Okay. <laughs> okay, you got one of the good ones. The okay. ship's AI has decided to allow you to tinker with its food and water supply system. So you can program yeah. it to replicate one food and one liquid item to replace those basic ones. So you'll be having this forever. And since so you've already taken gherkins, curry and chip spice, a bit redundant now, apart from the liquid. So. Okay. Uh... Ooh. What is my favourite drink? That's a very good question. Um, Guinness and Black. <laughs> Guinness and Black and the yeah. food? Uh, ooh, the food's going to be Yorkshire puddings. Yorkshire puddings full of curry, covered mm-hmm. in chip spice. See? It works. It totally works. So you've done very well. Uh, you're about to set off on your journey. But before you okay. leave, the Black Knight has opened up the speakers to every available audio device on the planet for you to give your farewell speech to the everybody. Mm-hmm. And also to play one final song to play the world out. So you'll need to give a review so we can play it on the podcast. So, I, so which song are you going for? Uh, what is your speech to the world? My my my, my uh, speech to the world is uh, life cold and hard, titty soft and warm. And the song? Uh, Till the Cows Come Home by Lucille Bogan. So Aisha, you you familiar with this one? No. Oh, you're gonna go on a journey right now. This me blasting into space, both fingers up like this. Why do I feel like I've heard this before? It's fucking great. Like everyone says about WAP being filthy. No, this is filthy. <laughs> And that's it. That's the end of the earth. Always <laughs> left for us is to bid you goodbye. Head to TotalCoatZone.com for your Fking show needs and desires. Email FKinghello at gmail.com for your grundle picks and hate mail. <laughs> Abby, say goodbye. In a bit. <laughs> Aisha. Bye bye. It's such a banger, I love it. It's so filthy. You this came out in the 30s. <laughs> they are I love it. Like she don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs>